version. I kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like that. Can Can you just pretend to be so, Sarah Silverman? So now that I pushed record, what you're trying to tell me, James, is Pixels is your favorite Adam Sandler film? It's probably in the top five. Really? <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to name five other films. Okay, let's see. If you I haven't watched Happy Gilmore, if you, you haven't. I need to watch Uncut I almost watched it today, but let me tell you why Uncut I didn't watch Gems it today. Uncut Gems is pretty good. This has, nothing to, this, it is has, pretty this, good. This, this has nothing to do with our show, but it, I'll tell you why I didn't watch it. It popped up on my thing because it's on Amazon Prime. And Uncut and Gems then, is? Yeah. And okay. then I went, oh, wait a tick. For it like an idiot. Tons of people have told me I need to watch The Boys. Yep. And I started watching The Boys instead. So that's, I picked The Boys. Well, it's got Simon Pegg and Carl Urban. I was hoping it would just end up being another one of them Star Trek movies, but it didn't happen. Wait, but who, no. is Simon, who is Simon Pegg and The Boys? Have you not seen The Boys? No, I've watched The Boys. He's his father. Oh, that's right. Sorry, forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, how can you forget? I he forgot. Has that entire, which, do you know the backstory of that? Unless we'll not do this show. Oh, we'll just, I'll go off on a gosh. tirade. The backstory of that is that the actual graphic novel comic books that that's based on. Yeah. When they wrote it, they wrote it as Simon Pegg. They wanted oh, really? him. The problem is they started writing that about the time Spaced came out. And I don't know if you know this or not, time has passed. Yeah. And so Simon Pegg was too old, but Simon Pegg was so honored that they based that character on what they thought he would play that he signed up to play the father. There you go. Your useless boys trivia. I, love I, I thought trivia. you. I was gonna say. I thought you'd seen. Uh, I thought you'd seen the boys. You were always no, talking about just, how you love boys. I have. Well, <laughs> I do love. Well, I love their penises. The thing about it is, is I just finished up the Twilight. Well, I have one more episode to go. Joe just finished up Twilight. Twilight. Congratulations. Yeah, I, I actually was, never did finish all the Twilight. He, he was Team Jacob. He was disappointed. I can honestly, I've never. Lost, I, if, if you're talking about Lost, then I probably was Team Jacob. That too obscure for the fans today. They forget. By the way, speaking, speaking of, of which, too obscure. A lot of people don't. I, I mean, I, I, it seems to be one of those things. You've got your diehards, but a lot of people are. Like, which oh, also has a uh, what we're going to talk about today. But keep going. Well, yeah. Um, keep going. But anyway, yeah. No, I was just going to say you, you don't hear people talk about loss too much. Anymore. No, I don't. No, and I don't you know, think you do. Yeah, and speaking of loss, that is one. That is one show that is loaded. With what, Chad, is our topic today? MacGuffins. That's right. They're a little tasty bird that was an offshoot, an offshoot of puffins. Now, that's not what I heard at all. See, they started to starve in Switzerland because they couldn't pick a side. Nobody trade with them, and they'd ate up all the Hershey bars because that's where Switzerland chocolate's made. That's not at all valid. And then they got an idea. We'll make a hybrid animal out of a puffin and a McGriddle. So much better. McGriddle. See, I was, and I was going to take on that joke. I was going to take that joke and Joe said, yeah, then they killed the animal. And then it was the meat that they put in between the egg and the English muffin and the cheese that they serve at McDonald's. Yes. So welcome to McGuffin. McGuffins. McGuffins. We're talking about McGuffins. It's something actually we'd want to have talked about for a while. Um, so, uh, I keep forgetting about it. One of our many topics I keep forgetting that we should do. And, you know, this one's an interesting topic for me. So you guys are going to pick your three list, right? 
Yeah, I, I mean, you I've got, got more list. than three, but uh, I've got more actually, than three. I'm going to argue with some, and also I want to argue with some of the lists on the internet because I and don't think they're actual MacGuffins. And that's exactly what I want to do too. I've actually made a list of MacGuffins that I have found online because that's the other thing too. There is a strong argument depending on which website you have what a MacGuffin is. Co. So let's get started. Do you mind if I read the actual definition if you go on to Wikipedia? Go for it. Sure. I will give Wikipedia credit for this. A MacGuffin. In fiction, a MacGuffin is an object, device, or event that is necessary to the plot and the motivation of the characters, but insignificant, unimportant, or irrelevant in itself. The term was originated by Angus MacPhail for film adopted by Alfred Hitchcock and later extended to a similar device in other fiction. I thought Hitchcock was the one, but I was wrong. He stole it from Miss McPhail. Joe froze up. I'm sorry. He so stole I was going to say, do you, do you... Go ahead. He stole it from <laughs> Angus McPhail. Yeah. Do, 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 you, uh, do you have the story? Because I found it fascinating. The story of where Hitchcock gave a lecture about what... Okay, I'll read this well, real quick. Well, before you read that, another thing, uh, just real quick before you read that. Okay. There are several websites that actually say Hitchcock is the one that came up with the term, which we all three know is not the case. Not the case. Again, this whole thing about what a MacGuffin is, is crazy. So, Jay, it's go ahead. Probably because of, it's kind of become a MacGuffin of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hell, hell the, the person running the country is a MacGuffin in himself, too. <laughs> Irrelevant, right? Right. <laughs> Despite his best head of efforts, uh, now, keep going. I've heard several people calling. I, I've heard several people calling many things, but MacGuffin was never one of them. Yeah. Anyway, I Hitchcock, saw an opportunity. Hitchcock gave a lecture at this uh, upstart institution called Columbia University in 1939, where he he said his uh, his origin of MacGuffin, where he got it, which he did give the Scottish origin of it. But this is actually what he said at that lecture. It might be a Scottish name taken from a story about two men on a train. One man says, hey, what's that package up there on the baggage rack? And the other goes, oh, that's a MacGuffin. The first one asks, asks well, what's a MacGuffin? Well, the other man says, it's an appar- apparatus for trapping lions in the Scottish Highlands. The first man says, wait, there's no lions in the Scottish Highlands. And the other one answers, well, then that's no MacGuffin. So you see that a MacGuffin is actually nothing at all. Right. Well, here's a little bit. Angus McPhail was actually a Scottish screenwriter, and that's how Hitchcock had worked with him, and that's how they'd met, and that's where he got it from. Yep. A little bit of history of the MacGuffin. Now, Chad, I am curious because I was looking through some lists as well, right? Man, some of them were bullshit. Some of them were bullshit because my number one that's on several lists, I'm curious if it's the same one as on your list that I say is bullshit that the thing that they're talking about is actual important and has power. I don't think it is because there was one that it seemed like I could have actually put together two different websites that argue that this, the one in particular that I say is bullshit, that it's not a MacGuffin. I actually found 50, 50 split on whether or not it's a damn MacGuffin. So so what is it? Rosebud. I think that's a MacGuffin. You do? Yes. Because, it, you know, it's irrelevant, but they still tell you what it is, and every, it, it leads the story. It's leading the story, but it's 
in, in, I was the why, I'm, here's the reason why I'll call it MacGuffin, but go ahead. I didn't know. I'm, and I was really conflicted because my list I put together, some of them are obvious MacGuffin. Some of after I put them on my list, they appeared on the list I was finding, but then some I'm like, wait, is this actually a MacGuffin? Is it not a MacGuffin? So that's what my list is going to be. But yeah, this isn't even my pick. It's just Rosebud was the one that I was conflicted on whether or not it was. And I couldn't find a definitive answer if it was or not, because every, I, I, out of 10 websites, five said it was and five said it wasn't because of the fact that it wasn't irrelevant to the plot. It actually led the story and yeah, that they, they well, focused on it. They focused on it, that they ended up resolving the issue of what Rosebud was. This is the issue with it maybe of MacGuffin is the reason because is that I, and this is just because I've read so many books about Wells, right? Yeah. And I've read, I've read Bogdanovich's, I've read all of his interviews, the other filmmaker from, I can't remember his name. I mean, he's the one that published the last book of interviews right before he died. So they had lunch every day where he had chickens out. The thing that I find interesting about that, what you all just said, and by the way, this is much more interesting than I thought we were going to talk about. So I'm glad you and I agree with this. Yeah. Is, or at least agree that not all of these are actual MacGuffins. What right. I find fascinating about this is that Hitchcock, uh, Hitchcock, Wells kind of thought that it was all kind of bullshit armchair psychology. In fact, I learned the term armchair psychology reading about that, not from being the, on my, my actual real job was from that because he thought at the end of the day, it was kind of bullshit and an easy way to hang the, them the yeah. plot right to be and he called it very simplistic armchair psychology well i'm very I'm, I'm by the way i'm pleased before someone criticizes me and roasts me on an open pit that's a big ass pit i am paraphrasing go read Mount the vesuvius uh if them rainforest if, trees ain't gonna last if you're a big wells fan message me i'll give you at least three books that you should check out and read if you want to learn more about the man you may want to learn more about the, I, the more I, the more flawed he is, the more interesting I find him, because he was just a man. Yeah. Uh, but that does that make sense, Chad? Yeah, is that the filmmaker sense. himself was it makes like, sense. Eh. it was yeah. a way to tell that story and come back. Yeah, he was just a man with a obsession with mallow flavored confections, <laughs> and which he demanded peas. peeps, peeps. Brand mallow flavored confection. Can I give you the one that I saw on a lot of lists that I think's bullshit? Go for it. The ring from Lord of the Rings. I agree. Oh, that is totally not a MacGuffin. I agree. I agree because the ring has power. The ring attracts. The ring pushes the story. Whereas, can I blow one big one that was one of mine? Well, how is it? How is the ring not irrelevant? But I have to give an example of one that is a really, real, a real MacGuffin before so this can be one of mine and james okay. if i take this away from you i'm so sorry but raiders of the lost ark the yeah. ark and there's a big bang theory episode that takes place that explains all this correct guys yeah well, if yeah, indiana you... did nothing nothing would have changed right but we yep. love that movie oh yeah but if indiana did nothing nothing would have changed they still would have opened that fucking ark on that hill and it would have killed a bunch of nazis yep yep right well and that's and that's actually a good example of mcguffin because it does drive the quest but the fascinating part of the story is i mean the ark has cool powers when it happens at the end but as you said it doesn't actually affect indy right and indy doesn't affect it it was gonna happen but it's but, about but the ring attracts and moves 
Yeah, well, and it's about the journey. And that's yeah. why I think some people want to force the ring into a MacGuffin, but I agree with you all. Hey, but it's my entire thing, list. I was, oh, I know. It's, I it's my entire almost thing every is, single list. How many times does Bilbo put the ring on? Uh, uh, not Bilbo, sorry. I was going to say, you son of a bitch, we're talking please, about Frodo. Please, I meant uh, Herschel. Herschel, how many times does Herschel Baggins put that ring on? Herschel Baggins. By the way, oh, Herschel Baggins. Baggins. <laughs> you you can send me an email with proof that your name is actually Herschel Baggins, and I'll send you one American dollar. Yeah. Uh, but you have to. I've got to see a birth certificate with Herschel Baggins on it. That being said, and it's got to be legit. Don't don't con me out of my dollar. Uh, anyway, uh, when Herschel Baggins, because he uses it so much. Yeah. Frodo uses it so much. And like Joe said, he uses it, it to escape. He's in the prancing pony and he uses it to get away. And it's yeah. slowly corrupting him. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it is in its own way a character, so to speak, because it does have a will. I'm glad yeah. we agree on this, by the way, because yeah, I thought, I was like, oh. Yeah, no, it's bullshit. It's bullshit. There's a lot of MacGuffins on these lists that are bullshit. I, all right. That's cool. I'm sorry. I'm just happy that we all agree on something. Yeah. I will fight in a few minutes. Don't worry, folks. Don't worry. This won't be the episode we always agree on. All right. So who wants to go? James, you go ahead and go. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to wait because what I'm going to do is I'm going to – I think my list is going to be two that I don't think are MacGuffins and one that is. Well, well I'll, I'll and go. And that'll, that'll be my every turn. Um, that So I'll start um, with one, and I was going to start with something else, but I'll start with this one um, because I think in some movies it's a MacGuffin. Another movie that's not, and that is, of course, the Holy Grail. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that was one that was on a lot of lists that I was kind of shocked about, and then started thinking, I was like, oh well, if you're talking about Monty Python, then yes, it is. It's a yeah. MacGuffin, and that's what I mean. And it depends on the film. Some people are like, well, Excalibur mentions the Holy Grail, and it's a MacGuffin sort of in Excalibur. Is the Holy Grail the MacGuffin of Holy Grails? Uh, I think so. I think it's the oldest one. It's definitely say, the one that has wormed its way into culture the most because literally how many people have you heard? Of, oh, he's got to go get his grail. He's got to go. I mean, it's, it's a terminant of itself for what we're obsessed with. The only with thing that, that even comes second to that is probably the whale, the great white yeah, whale. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I would say that. I, I don't say think that, that's a MacGuffin. No, say, no. Yeah. I would even say that the Holy Grail is a MacGuffin in the last crusade. Cause again, yeah. it follows the same thing. Not, Every Indiana Jones film is a MacGuffin. Yeah. Well, matter of fact, actually, that's one of the things uh, Spielberg said himself that the problem was Spielberg actually says that his favorite MacGuffin is the Ark. He he says that's the ultimate one, even over the Holy Grail, which I was like, I like the Holy Grail one, but no, sure. no, no, he's right. He's right. It's just once yeah. you realize that it's oh, and it's still the your absolute the fun of Raiders is the adventure. Yeah, well, and that's it, and that's when Indiana Jones works is when it feels like an adventure, and that's cool. But you need that being the said. MacGuffin you got to have, well, why would he go out? And that's what he said about uh, Crystal Skull. He said what so many people were actually upset about was the MacGuffin. He what said, are they upset about, Chad? Wait, um, what? Crystal Skull, what are they upset oh, about, Chad? fucking interdimensional beings. <laughs> but it, that's, uh, he, he made the comment. What are they going to look like, George? Aliens? Oh, <laughs> you guys Lord. ever read that story, right? Where yes. Are they going to be interdimensional? I changed it from aliens to interdimensional. What do they look like, aliens? Uh, but no, I, I, I think that's, you know that's exactly how it happened, by the way, oh, because, I <laughs> because I think that's one of the things that's really interesting about uh, the Indiana Jones films, which I love. They're one of my favorite franchises of all time, but it is true. And what's interesting to me is before Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, a lot of people hated on Temple of Doom. And I don't know if it's because 
we lack our Christian mythology MacGuffins. Those are just huge MacGuffins. I, I, yeah. Because most people, whether you think this or not, if you live in America, you have some sort of, for the most part, the majority, have some sort of Christian knowledge, right? Well, and, 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 have, and have, has had that imparted onto you. So you probably can know what the Ark is, and you've probably maybe heard of the Holy Grail. So it's really easy than the heart of blah, 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 blah. Well, and I think the flip side of it is the yeah the stones uh, in Temple of Doom yeah. and all that stuff. This and cars. But yeah, I think the other part about it is, and this is this is me trying to be a little worldly here, but I think it's true. You know, other religions like the the Muslim faith recognizes Jesus as a prophet. Christianity doesn't recognize other religions that well. That's not a critique. Please don't attack me. Uh, of religion, but it is true. We don't, yeah, uh, it does tend to be that Christianity says we're, we're it. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why the average movie going audience that went to Sunday school and all that stuff, we want that Christian mythology built in. I say we, um, I love Temple of Doom. I, I, I appreciate for what it is, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It's got some issues. I'm just glad that, that Indy came back. Um, it is the least of the four. Uh, but that being said, oh, I think that- least I, in the series. Well, yeah. Although I've never seen an episode of Young Indiana Jones in my life. Uh, yeah, they're fun. They're edu- I mean, that's what they were meant to do. Lucas wanted to be somewhat educational. You want to see what happens when Indy meets Pablo Picasso? Art. <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah, so and Holy Grail. Next time Indy can jump home. <laughs> hoping beyond hope. Oh. Um, anyway, the uh, but I think that's so the Holy Grail. A Holy Grail can be a MacGuffin, but it can't cannot be and it's definitely like you said it's a MacGuffin and monty python because it never does anything matter of fact spoiler well, alert, monty python doesn't it. have an ending no that's what i mean spoiler alert you never actually get to see the grail now you see a beacon that just so happens to be grail shaped yeah. wicked evil naughty zoot uh but there's a few movies where the holy grail is not the MacGuffin, where it actually is a power and all that stuff. but for the most part the holy, holy grail is the holy grail of mcguffins mcguffins so yeah that would be my first one. one it wasn't going to be my first one but it will be now so holy grail chad okay i'm loving so, this this is going really well so here's my first two that i don't believe are mcguffins but what well one of them i, I think can be one-eyed willie uh um, goonies he doesn't have a lot of impact you could have just called I mean, he's still driving the plot, though. It's finding One-Eyed Willie's treasure. Now, at the end, granted, before they do the, you know, the cop-out of going, oh, we actually have the jewels right here. It was, we don't care about this. We're going to be together anyway. That's all that matters. And that would have made it, that would have made it a MacGuffin because it was irrelevant. But at the end, they still had the jewels of One-Eyed Willie, therefore not a MacGuffin. And why'd they have to call him One-Eyed Willie? Yeah. (laughs) Which one came first? I don't it's know. It's a double entendre joke. I didn't even mean for it to be. <laughs> it's actually, it's, in all fairness, his Christian name was William Cyclops. Cyclops but <laughs> So One-Eyed Willie's possible, kind of? Yeah. Agree? I, James? I I, I'm, I, I'm steering across yeah. from that one. Yeah. He does have a little bit. I don't know. Go now ahead. This, this one appeared on numerous In lists. my prequel. <laughs> yeah. Willie, this one appeared on numeral, numeral, numerous lists, and I agree that I, I, I do not agree with it at all. Lilu, the fifth element, I do not think is a MacGuffin. No, no, she impacts the story. You follow her through the whole story. It's, it's, it's all about her. I saw three lists where Lilu was listed as a Bruce, MacGuffin. 
Bruce, I almost said Bruce Wayne, and I was like, Bruce Campbell, and I couldn't think of Bruce's name. <laughs> so, okay, we agree. Lilo, now here's He's one the that main I'm character gonna... in the movie. The movie's yeah, about her, not the, him. Bruce the Bruce. title is in the name. Her, yeah. her name is the title, The Fifth Element. Not, well, the Everything Bruce Willis does is in service of that character. Yep. So I agree. Complete bullshit. Screw those lists. Now, this one's actually a me because I couldn't find it on any list, and I think it's a MacGuffin. The murder of Marvin Acme. Yes. Who well, framed Roger Rabbit is a huge MacGuffin because it's actually not about the murder. It's about the will, and it's about him, uh, J- Judge Doom, wanting to roll a to create the interstate through Toontown. But the if murder, what, if he the murder, died, the murder he wouldn't be able to do it though. But again, the murder drives the plot, but it's insignificant. Hmm. It's interesting what we think a MacGuffin is. Yeah. So I don't think Marvin. Ac- I think Marvin Acme's a MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's one of those ones that people could argue with me on, but I still think it's a MacGuffin because re- there are t- t- several different elements that actually his murder, even though it's significant to the plot, it's not the overall point of it. Do you think it's, we could get a good director on to argue with us about what mm, a MacGuffin is? No. <laughs> wouldn't hurt to try, though, would it? No, it wouldn't hurt to try. Okay. So that's my first pick is uh, Marvin Acme, the murder of Marvin Acme in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yes, I pulled a Joe Children of Men. <laughs> I don't think that's the same. By the way, have you guys ever seen Children of Men? You know the MacGuffin in that movie is they can't procreate. That's actually appeared on a couple of lists, by the way. That's a MacGuffin. Well, let me give you another one. All right. I tell you one of my favorites. Go for it. One of my favorites is an easy one. But I don't, and I'm going to defend you all for a second. The Affinity Stones from the Avengers, is that a MacGuffin? No, it's not a MacGuffin. I saw that on several several lists, lists, too. I don't, these people do not know what a MacGuffin is. Okay. It's not a MacGuffin. It drives the fucking plot. Ooh, it drives the plot. <laughs> I said the F word earlier. Uh, here's, That's two. Here's That's two quarters of, in the swear jar. That's our MacGuffin. Here's one of my favorite, and it drives God, I, went, I, I realized I went crazy on the 80s toy line episode, and I apologize to everybody. I we hadn't talked, we it. hadn't talked, we hadn't talked to each other in a long time, so I was like, oh, I got That's too comfortable. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not, we don't have any listeners. It's good. <laughs> I know. Um, so the except brief- for Herschel Baggins, I see you, Herschel. <laughs> I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> the briefcase in Pulp Fiction's a MacGuffin. Oh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. One of the best matter. MacGuffins of all time. Yep, completely it agree with you. Total MacGuffin doesn't matter what's in there. I love the fact, and if you're of a certain age, you know this, if you're and you're a geek, there were. Right after Pulp Fiction was internet was blowing up, I, I got the internet in '96. There were so many websites dedicated to if that was Marcellus Wallace's soul, and he's trying to get it back to Marcellus Wallace. Is yeah. that X? Is that Y? Is that Z? There were so there was so much obsession over what's in that brief briefcase, and at the end of the day, it doesn't it matter. Doesn't matter. Nobody <laughs> gives a shit what's in that briefcase. Completely unlike the briefcase in Ronan. I don't remember the plot to Ronan. But that, that appears as a, the Ronan appears on several lists as a MacGuffin. I've got yep. another huge MacGuffin. You'll check it out sometime as soon as we're done. But that's it is not, pointless. I'm not going to talk about it because there's no reason for me to explain the 
plot of Pulp Fiction. If no. you've not seen it, well, you really should. If you're listening to a movie movie podcast right now or an entertainment when you haven't uh, seen Pulp Fiction, I'm a little... Well, and you need to watch it just so you can figure out what Marcellus Wallace looks like. Like, yeah. And realize that I, I stand behind this the most influential film in the last two decades. Yeah. It's no Star Wars. You ever see one of them Star Wars? No, but Star Wars was made 40 years ago. That'd be oh, I know. Horrible. I was just being, I was being uh, what my father refers to as asinine. I, it had, I don't, you know, we could get in an argument about that because you could say it was Jaws. And then compounded by Star Wars and Raiders and the same people making, you know. But anyway, keep going. Who's next? James. Uh, you know, I, I want to do one. This is really quick. But I love it because, and I just rewatch it with my kids because it's so asinine. And that's why I love it. Uh, there is an episode of Teen Titans Go. I've mentioned it before. <laughs> it's the Which episode is the called- best D- DC movie. Uh, the Teen Titans Spider-Man Go to the movie? Spider-Verse. Yeah. Which uh, is not a DC movie. <laughs> the, episode, the, the episode is called The Art of Ninjutsu. It's season three episode. I don't know, 30. Who knows? Uh, but it's season three. And they're, they're being ninjas. And they're trying to get to what, Joe? The MacGuffin. And Beast Boy has the line. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Robin has the line first. We have to capture the MacGuffin hidden in this fortress. And Beast Boy goes, what's a MacGuffin? It's what we're after. But what is it? Doesn't matter. And that's actually in the first minute of the episode. And it keeps going back to it and goes, well, what's a MacGuffin? By the way, at the end, Robin finally gets to the MacGuffin. And spoiler, it's an egg MacGuffin, which is a sandwich. Oh, our, okay. I've seen that episode. It is. And so I had to bring up the MacGuffin because I just love every time it's brought up in the episode. But what is it, MacGuffin? It doesn't matter. It's what we need. Well, what, what's the MacGuffin? It's what we need. But to get it, we have to go on this quest. But what is the MacGuffin? It doesn't matter. We have to go on the quest to get the MacGuffin. And if you, my kids, of course, had no idea what a MacGuffin was. I laughed every time. And they were like, Dad, what is a MacGuffin? It's what they've got to go on the quest for. <laughs> he just told you that. But what is, no, it, it's a plot device. So it's fun to watch cartoons with my kids and ruin everything about their childhood. All right. Who's next? Okay. Here's my number. Here's my one. Egg Mc, MacGuffin. That has appeared on numerous lists, and I say it's bullshit. The Necronomicon. I saw that, too. It does I, stuff. I cannot figure it out, because if it wasn't for the Necronomicon, they couldn't raise the dead. They actually have to read from it. They have to read from it. for the Necronomicon. Maybe, in, maybe you could argue that in Army of Darkness, it's a MacGuffin? Yeah, but probably. still, no, no, but he still needs, well, no, he just needs to read three, he just needs to say the three words. Plateau, Plateau, Necto. Necto, nickel, it's an N-word, it's so yeah, I don't believe N-word. the Necronomicon. I said it, I said, well, I basically said, said it. So sorry the people who made these lists, the Necronomicon is not a MacGuffin. Agreed. This one's I really one that, wish I had like a budget for special effects because I'd have ghosts flying by me and I'd just start going, no, no, it's not. Don't mess with it. But I don't have a budget. Now, this one actually appeared on no list. It was one that I came up with and said, this is a, maybe this is a MacGuffin. Maybe it's not. I couldn't determine it. John Malkovich. In being John Malkovich? In being John Malkovich. I don't think that's a MacGuffin. How's that a MacGuffin? Because it's really, it doesn't matter who here they're in. It's just John Malkovich. It's it's them being able to take over another person. John Malkovich is the MacGuffin. 
Hmm. I have, well, and originally, if correct me, it's if irrelevant wrong. to the fact that it's John Malkovich. It could be that it could have been Joe Being Nicholas Cage. Yeah, that's why I thought I would have watched that. By the way, is I'd that enough? Of course, you would. So I didn't. I wanted to ask your opinions on that one because I didn't think it was okay. The problem with this is that I was. I didn't know if it was. With it. I need to go. That's another movie that I need to go back and watch at some point because I still don't understand the love for it. Now, who directed yeah. that? Uh, Spike, Spike Jones. Jones. Yeah, you know I I don't like I don't like the way he sings. I don't like the way he sings, but I love the way he talks. <laughs> five people that up on trip. That was for five people. He sends me when I spring a lake. Don't like the way he sings. Love the way he talks. Look it up, kids. It's a Spike yep. Jones reference I to a different Spike James. James. Kudos. All right. To our sixty-plus audience. So uh, this, the, my my actual pick is actually going to be one that appeared on a couple of lists, and I'm like, I thought that I was never... your pick. No, 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 no. That was just that was my question. Now here's my one that I actually want to pick. I can't keep up with you, Julie Dwyer. What? How is this going with Julie Dwyer? Ask me who Julie Dwyer is. <sighs> Who's Julie Dwyer? The well, you know, she she was this she was the girl who was uh, told she might be a little fat, and she got in a pool and she swam herself to death, Joe. I'm, 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 I swear. Clerks, Clerks. Mall Rats, Chasing Amy. Is she in all three? That storyline yeah. is in all three. That's it true. actually, in terms of, in, ster, in terms oh, of, God. in terms of actually doing the, the, to tell the story, it's Mall Rats because that's what causes the two to break up at the beginning is the fact that the boyfriend is the one that told her that she looked a little fat in a dress and, or something along those lines. And she swam herself to death in a swimming pool. In Clerks, it was the funeral they went to when all the chaos happened. Um, oh. And then in Chasing Amy, uh, that was a uh, when uh, Joey Lauren Adam, when Amy and Ben Affleck um, were walking, he told the story of the girl, and they actually both knew the story. So it was kind of a point of getting them I to I need talk. to go back and rewatch those movies. I haven't watched them in years. So that was one that appeared on numerous list. I'm like, that is a MacGuffin because it's key, but it's irrelevant. You yeah, know, it, it, it sets up something that does happen, but... It, you could have used something else. It, it could have it, been like, we both yeah. enjoy drinking Windex. Yeah, it it is. It, 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 in Mallrats specifically, it could have been anything. They were actually on the verge of breaking up anyway, and they had to come back and meet each other. Oh, shit. All I got is multi-surface cleaning. <laughs> Damn generic. I've got three, I think I have three different colors of Windex. I mean, I have just have to drink the basil haze. God damn it. So anyway, so yeah, yeah that, that's, that's my actually pick is Julie Dwyer. Okay. Hmm. All right, here's one that I think is bullshit. Okay. The Death Star plans. Yeah. Man, there's so many MacGuffins. They talk about so many MacGuffins in Star Wars, and I think all of them are bullshit. So the Death Star plans, they actually have to have them to be able to blow up the Death Star. To me, yeah. a MacGuffin is something that kind of moves the plot across that they don't really explain. Now, to compare and contrast, children, if you took my communications class, to compare and contrast, that would be a non-MacGuffin because it's essential to the plot. In the movie I'm about to say is the MacGuffin is the microfilm, a clandestine copy of confidential government documents. Did I, did I, am I unfroze? Yeah, you're yeah, unfroze. You're unfroze. Now. Okay. The MacGuffin is the microfilm, a clandestine copy of confidential government documents. The villains are spies trying to smuggle the microfilm out of the United States. Notice that the secret in the microfilm is not important nor never explained in this movie. 
it goes in a directional that, that the greatest fucking MacGuffin is North by Northwest because there's no reason why. It's you think that's the great identity. MacGuffin? Huh? You think even that's over, the greatest MacGuffin? No, I don't know. Over, if it's the, no, the greatest MacGuffin, I, I still stand by as Raiders of the Lost Ark as the Ark. But hmm. I, how about, uh, real quick, sorry. Because I, that, I is, that is a perfect example, though, Chad, of a MacGuffin. They don't the Maltese Falcon? That's, that was my argument, was the Maltese Falcon. Was that... The Maltese Falcon's good, I agree. But I always think of MacGuffins. I always think of North by Northwest. See, when, see, when I think of MacGuffin, I think... have a title that makes sense for the movie. Well, I agree with you, but I, it, when, I, when I think of MacGuffin, the first one that always comes into my head is the Maltese Falcon. So, And, we, and I, actually, I, I assumed it, one of you all would get to that. It was there. Nope, not I my to. I, I, I literally, gun to my head, I figured that would be your go-to, would be Maltese Falcon. I'm I thought it was going to be Joe's too, so I, yeah. yeah. I like the Maltese Falcon. I'm a huge fan of John <laughs> Houston. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm joking, but I'm not a fan at all. <laughs> Fuck the African Queen. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. How, out of all the movies, why African because Queen? I, I wanted to love piss off James Thomas. I can't I, you know, I can't wait to see the first Wait, why not? I can't uh, watch John Houston's obscure Brad Dourif movie from the late seventies. You know, know what? I can't wait to see the far superior version of the African Queen. That's where this joke goes. Why? Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Why couldn't you pick one of the Rios? There's multiple Rios you could have picked. Blame um, it on Rio, James. <laughs> By the way, yes. I was talking about that blue parrot thing. Michael he directed Kane. that, right? John Houston, seriously, look up a movie from the late 70s that starred Brad Dourif and Harry Dean Stanton, directed by John Houston. Didn't know there was such a thing. I didn't either until a month ago. Uh, moving right along. Do, 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 do. Northwest, they don't even bother. It's a case of mistaken identity. They think he's him. They're after the microfilm. They don't even explain any of that. He's trying but to get the attention. You know what's you know what's that. fun in that movie? Everything. Everything. Do you know who's a lot of fun to watch? Carrie Grant. Drunk. Cary, Cary Grant getting drunk is one of the best times I've had watching a movie. <laughs> I'm telling you. And later when he's talking to his mom, trying to explain it all happened. No, they didn't give me a chaser. <laughs> Go watch it. It's a no, line I'm... in the movie. Oh, it I know it is. Up. It floors me every time. It floors me. It has some of the best lines. James Mason is the villain. Has Oh, you won't be happy till I play dead. Yes, your next role. And I'm sure you, and I'm quite sure you'll be. No, it's, hold on. Your next role, you'll be quite convincing at it. And it's said by God. James Mason. And Captain Bly, right? Well, he I always say that is God because of that uh uh Eddie uh is our joke that James yeah. Mason's voice is always God. He is a genius. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just I tried showing North by Northwest to Chris a few years ago and I should have known we needed a divorce then when she fell asleep. <laughs> I'll tell her later that I said this in the show. But well she listens. She's one of the two. She's one of the two, right? Yeah, she's pretty good. She's pretty supportive about that. But I, I, uh, I, I that's a, that's where I mean, it's a, it's a textbook. You're probably right. I'm probably wrong, but I think of North by Northwest. No, no, I just, I just assumed you would go. I mean, if you would, like I said, hold a gun to my head. Falcon make me probably should be a, a, probably should be a textbook definition. But I always, in my heart of hearts, as soon as we said this show, I was like, well, I've got to throw North by Northwest in. It just makes no sense. 
Right. Like the title doesn't even make sense. Ernest, um, I'd have to Google it. I'm so sorry. It's Ernest, is it Ernest Lehman wrote North by Northwest? And the, and the actual story of how it's called North by Northwest was uh, they didn't have a title. And he's, where are they going? Well, like in the north general direction, North by Northwest. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. Keep going. Is it, all right, I, is it me again? And I went into the commissary when I went to visit the the faces of the presidents there. What's that called there in South Dakota? Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore? Oh, I went to Mount Rushmore. That was the that was actually the second best thing about it was seeing the because it looks that's where they shot it at and I saw that commissary there. So it looks the same. Oh, yeah. They actually um, show, shoot on Lincoln's nose though. But keep going. What? Okay. <laughs> see chad those people didn't know anything about well, they, they obviously and they couldn't film it on lincoln's nose because that's where the chair. <laughs> gee davy do you think it was god if it was he sounds like james mason, james mason. <laughs> and they couldn't they obviously couldn't shoot on the real lincoln nose that's where the aliens are shit i'm so glad he went that way all right yeah. keep going um I, uh, is it me or is it you, Chad? No, it's you. Who gives a shit? I, I've got one. I've got it's a... always you, James. James. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, my. Oh, what pressure? Uh, no, I, I thought. I, I how thought about I would... this? This is awkward. You're my Cadbury egg, James. Mm. <laughs> Go, I James. Am filled, I am filled with caramel and nougat. <laughs> Wait, it's not nougat. It's cream. Caramel and cream. It's actually um, fondant. But go ahead. Your mom's a fondant. Uh, anyway, uh, no, I, I, I wanted to uh, bring up one that was outside of movies. I always try to be the guy that talks about literature or something else, but I'm not even going to go literature this time. I'm going to go old school. The Princess and Mario Brothers video game. Oh, I thought you were going to say The Princess and Super Mario Brothers the movie. I'm like, no, she's not a MacGuffin. <laughs> no, in the video game. We never know why Mario's going to save her. He's just going to save her. And... Does he need a reason? She's uh, got that huge nose. He's in the noses. Well, that's fine, but it, there's other people with huge noses. I mean, so my point Oof. being is Mario could have called me up. That's cool. I mean, that's not into it, Mario, but still. But no, there's no, we never know the reason. It's just we're supposed to go, he's going to go save the princess. So everything that happens in that game, every mushroom he stomps, every turtle shell he throws, every fireball he flings, it's to save the princess, and we know that, but we don't know, nor does it really matter for the scope of the game. Kill mushrooms, turtles, etc. That's the plot of the game. So in that game, now, you could argue in the great mythos, as I know Chad is going to, in the great mythos of ongoing Super Mario Brothers game, she was a playable character in part two, etc., etc. She drives, I know, Chad, she drives in Mario Kart. Stop it, Chad. I know that. That being said, for the scope of the first uh, Super Mario Brothers video game on Nintendo. The princess is a living MacGuffin. There you go. Man. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Oh, no, I, well, by the way, there, there was really an entire subcategory. There was an entire subcategory of human MacGuffins. Like, for instance, going back to video games, in one of the Red Dead Redemption games, there is a quest. I'm not making this up. Where you're, you go on this quest to find. Uh, Farmer MacGuffin's missing daughter. <laughs> and you don't make it because you get ambushed by bandits or something. It doesn't matter because you never get to his daughter. You get ambushed on the way. Uh, I, I may be misremembering that, but I just remember the name 
Farmer MacGuffin. <laughs> so there's some video game examples of MacGuffin. I just wanted to bring that up for our fans to show that we are pop culture, not just movies. But yes, I would argue the princess in the first Mario Brothers game is indeed a MacGuffin. We know you're going to rescue her, but it doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter how did they choose a plumber to rescue her. Doesn't matter. Play the flipping game. That's the point. Make Nintendo some money. Go ahead, Jay. Okay, so I'm going to talk about two that are bullshit that actually irritated me to no end that I read them. So Joe mentioned the uh, Death Star plans. I'm going to talk about another Star Wars that showed up on numerous lists. R2-D2's a MacGuffin. I saw that. I, I, I oh, too I was didn't like, see that on a list. I didn't see that. That was on several lists. R2-D2 is a MacGuffin. You people are idiots. It is not <laughs> a MacGuffin. R2-D2 is pivotal to the plot. He, Actually, you could argue with that R2-D2. None of the Star War happens. None of it happens. Star War. <laughs> Sorry. Well, not one Star War happens without... It's fascinating if you think of it from the standpoint, because my biggest problem, there's other things I always forgive the prequel. I don't forgive the prequels, but I couldn't figure out, well, 3PO's in all this. Why doesn't he ever mention it to anybody? And then they fix it with one throwaway line that R2's been explaining this to him all the time, and he has no recollection of it. Yeah. And it's one huh. throwaway line at the end of, of, of the third prequel. Uh, wipe, the protocol the, wipe, wipe the protocol droid. So uh, screw you, internet. You're wrong. Uh, and then speaking of the internet, another one that showed up on numerous lists, that's absolute bullshit. The Matrix. Wait, the it's Matrix not, itself as a MacGuffin? The Matrix itself But they wouldn't exist MacGuffin. without the Matrix. I know. This was what would they be team. fighting? So if you're saying, so to be a MacGuffin, you have to be able to arguably take it away. And, and it, it not you, affect the story. And it not, so you take away the Matrix and you just have Keanu working in an office because he's like, okay, well, not the Matrix. This not is not why I think this would be a fantastic episode if we could get one major Hollywood director here to talk about this. Yeah. This, you know, who would be great to get, Joe, and I think you need to work on it, Spielberg. I think he yeah, could he add would, lots of stuff. You know, him and Lucas would be the two. You know who I was actually sitting here thinking, I would love to talk to Joe Dante about this. That's true. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. If we could get Joe Dante and John Landis to argue about what a MacGuffin, MacGuffin is, is. What is it isn't. isn't. But yeah, the, the, I the, want that to happen, but I want it to end with just one of them yelling, your mother is a MacGuffin, and then hanging up. Like, just, I don't <laughs> oh, care which one. It's to us. It's yeah. to us. Yeah. Not at each other. Who are like, these no. hill jacks? Click. <laughs> but I saw the Matrix appear See on in a court, boys. <laughs> I did. I saw the Matrix appear on a couple of lists, and I swear to God, I think they copied off. One of them copied off the other. That's why it appeared on two lists. I the Matrix. You know what? Uh, whoever runs that website, that website's a MacGuffin. You can remove it from my life, and it would be one of my Because R2 is an active character throughout the story. Yeah, I know. And they said that, basically, they said the fact that he held the, I think the, the argument was the fact that he held the, the Death Star plans was, in, was insignificant. It could have been anybody. But no, R2-D2 is a significant character. No, you're not. I'm not arguing with you. It's complete bullshit. Yeah, no, I'm just, I don't know that I see how I, I, I have a hard time getting there. But for my, so for my actual pick, it's actually my favorite MacGuffin, and I was really hoping either one of you would pick it, because you know why? Why? It ties the room together. Room together, the rug. I thought about it. (laughs) The rug in the Big Lebowski is, I, I honestly, in terms of movies that I enjoy, and I love Pulp Fiction, I love the Maltese Falcon, I love North by Northwest, but the most enjoyment I've had out of of MacGuffin is the rug. (laughs) 
Oh yeah. Well, it's it, it's irrelevant to the story. I mean, it's it, no, it's it's relevant to the story because it gets everything going. But in the end, it doesn't matter. Matter it doesn't matter. Rug. And he never even gets the rug back. He never gets the rug back. He gets a new rug. And then, in all fairness, he also never gets that thumb or toe. I'm sorry, toe. 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 I can get you toe. And get you toe. So my favorite, my favorite MacGuffin is the rug. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Is it my turn? I think it's my turn. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's one I don't understand at all. Private Ryan from Save It Private Ryan. I saw that and I don't understand it. How is he's, it? How the story? He's even in the beginning and the end, and it shows how them saving him causes him to have generations of children. Yeah. yeah. How is that yeah. a MacGuffin? Yeah, because I think that's a good point. That can't be a MacGuffin because he goes on to do something. The Holy Grail in, in uh, Last Crusade falls in a ditch. It falls in a and, and Tom Hanks and Tom Hanks even says why they're rescuing him. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah, you can't just replace like you can't be like, oh, well, we're not gonna save him. We're gonna save Ensign Bernie over here. Well, no, that's not. So yeah, you can't just sub it out. You can't. Here's one I want to ask you about. There's two, James, because you're a Trekkie, and they both are on lists. I, I was gonna bring one up myself, so I bet is it, you, is it is it Star Trek one? You want me to like? I'll leave you the Star Trek one. I'll bring up another one. Okay, go ahead. Horcruxes from Harry Potter. Now, I will argue, actually, not so I don't know the, enough about Harry Potter. To not I don't know so either. much the, the Horcruxes, because I think those McGruffin are... The crime, the crime movie. <laughs> uh, hor, I, not so much the Horcruxes, because I think the Horcruxes are essential. That's how Voldemort is still around. He he relies on those. I, you have to destroy. I, However... I there should be another term called convoluted. However... Or convoluted. Well, no, I, I think the problem is you haven't read the books and I think the books do a bunch better job. You divide your soul and put them into, and it makes a little bit, that being said, Still convoluted. Harry Potter does have one of the best MacGuffins that does not get attention. And matter of fact, actually there's an Indiana Jones comic book that looks at the same thing. And that is, I will argue that the whole plot of Harry Potter is a MacGuffin. <laughs> that is the philosopher's well, I'll stone. Say it's derivative. That is the Philosopher's Stone, or in America, because they were afraid we wouldn't know what the Philosopher's Stone was, the Sorcerer's Stone. Mm -hmm. If you go back and watch the first movie, or more importantly, read the first book, he never uses it. It's never used. I mean, the bad guy's after it, and Harry Potter's after it, but what happens when they get it? Oh, they're like, oh, here, here, take this, Vald uh, take this Dumbledore. <laughs> it's never... We, we know Nicholas Flamel, who was the original holder, and by the way, if you actually research the history of alchemy, that's an actual historical figure, comes back and gets No, she's it. very smart. And she, uh, no, and I shouldn't, I should not just call the, one of the bigger pop culture things derivative. I, I'm sorry, I still can't get into it. I don't know what I've done. Wrong. Well, no, I was about to say, and I think the problem is if you start with the movies, it's hard to go back to the books. I try reading the book. Um, by the way, the first know? book, I'll be honest, I, I, until I had kids, I never read the first book because I tried it. And it was meant for a younger audience than I was. It came out when I was in college. And I was like, man, I don't care if this kid gets his every flavor bean. That being said, for Harry Potter, I don't know so much if the Horcruxes are, but the Philosopher's Stone, Sorcerer's Stone in America, is. Because it's much like everything else we've been talking about. You can substitute it. You can say, oh, it's Harry Potter and the t cell phone of importance. And as long as at the end of it, Harry Potter just goes, okay, well, I found this first. Here, take this from me. It's never used. So I would argue that the Horcruxes serve a plot point. The Philosopher's Stone is just something that they're after. It's a great storytelling device like a MacGuffin should be, but the, it doesn't ever do anything. 
Okay. So there you go. That's my feedback on that. Horcruxes, well, drive plot. That's what I blew done. my first one. You can talk about Trek in a minute because I talked to Raiders. But I, so I will talk a little bit about two really quick. Every Mission Impossible movie has is, is based on a MacGuffin. Okay, they talk about the rabbit's foot in the third one. Yeah, that one's called that was that's actually an example that shows up as some of the worst MacGuffins at one but of the, the worst MacGuffins, MacGuffins ever. And I enjoy some of the Mission Impossible films, especially the last few. I've enjoyed watching them. They're fun. They're entire, I'm not shitting them. I actually like Tom Cruise. I defend him day in and day out to almost anyone. I didn't like him when I was younger, but I do now. And those are all MacGuffins. But I will go ahead because I kind of blew it on Raiders. I'll talk about the Maltese Falcon because probably most of our audience or a lot of our audience hasn't watched it. And the Maltese Falcon follows Private Eye, Sam Spade. I got I'm getting this from Wikipedia. He becomes embroiled in an increasingly intricate plot revolving around a jewel-encrusted black statuette that had been given in 1539 by the Knights of Malta to Spanish King Charles V. Spade would later refer to the... Uh, the statuette is the stuff that dreams are made of. John Huston made his directing debut on this Dashiell Hammett adaptation, which influenced countless detective tales to follow. Now, here's the reason why it's a MacGuffin. It doesn't show up until the end, and it's not even the real thing. Yeah. It's just the chase for it. We never even see the, the damn thing. Correct? Yep. People yep. die. People are murdered. People are backstabbed, and we don't even see it. They don't even get it. Sorry. I've well, no, and I, conversation. I, uh, no, no, I was just, um, Sam Spade uh, was was a character that appeared in multiple stories by Hammett, uh, Maltese Falcon being the main one. Right. There were four other stories that he appeared in uh, that were shorter stories. But yeah, yeah. Um, All right. James? The, the Star Trek Which one that I, I, and I'm, I'm assuming this is the same one. And I go back and forth on it because I think, yeah, it's, it's awful MacGuffinish in some ways because it's not essential to the story. Uh, in some ways, it's essential to the oh, sequel. Oh, I now know what you're saying. Okay. It's, it's, it's essential to the sequel, but it's not. It's the Genesis device. Yeah, it's and, essential. And go ahead. I went back and forth on it in some ways. But what made me say that at least within the scope of Star Trek II, and this is not knocking Star Trek. We're not knocking movies that use MacGuffins. No, we, we love, love a lot of movies. We love them. That being said, within the scope of Star Trek II, the thing that made me go, mm, maybe it is a MacGuffin, boils down to when Kirk is trapped on the planet and he tries to taunt Khan. And, you know, and he does the entire thing of, you've got Genesis, but you don't have me. And Khan basically goes, I do have you. You're stuck. I'm going to leave you the same way you left me. That takes Genesis out of it. He got what he wanted. Now, he's going to use Genesis to make other people pay, or he's going to do something with it. You never really find out what he actual, his master plan was, per se. But his, the driving point of that movie has nothing to do. Khan didn't seek out Genesis. He sought out to make Captain Kirk suffer, to make Captain Kirk's crew suffer the same way Kirk left his crew to suffer. Hmm. which was unintentional if you watch this, the original episode that it's based on. And, but I would, so I was like, oh, the Genesis device, maybe it is Star Trek's MacGuffin, which, and you could argue it definitely is because we never see it again. They never develop another one. We've got the next 200 years from that story mapped out and nobody ever goes, hey, let's use this technology again. Hmm. Never happens. So, again, I'm not knocking I, I it. I don't know that it is a MacGuffin because it does affect, and it, and it 
and if you take in three, a if you take would in not three, have in, come back to life without it. No, no, I agree. If and again, I'm, that's why I said I had to qualify. Say, let's take the, even the, let's take the plot of three, which is all around Genesis. It is, yeah. Uh, if without it, we would not have got Spock back to life. Oh yeah, yeah. Mary, who's listening to her, she was a great fan. She she's a huge Litter Nimoy fan, so she probably as wise Genesis, people are. Right, right, as Genesis is probably gave her her man back. Well, but I, I think that's it. You know, but I, again, at the perfect I, age. Um. <laughs> Well, now they do explain that somewhat. Somewhat, it's um, an offhanded of they finally got him off the planet right about the time he got to that part of. Well, which is really funny though, because I do think the flip side I of that on far for Chad. Well, as I say, and that, the flip side of that is a scene that was cut from Star Trek Four was Our... going to was going to have Savick actually carrying his child, and that's why she stays behind. If you've ever wondered why Savick stayed behind, which actually would have led to Star Trek Six. Originally, Valeris, who betrays them, was it was going to be Sabbat coming back to do that, and it would have the entire plot point of that. However, that did not work out. I assume uh, Robin Curtis and Christy Alley were both busy. I, I don't know the back, the full backstory why that plot got changed. Uh, that being said, again, I, I will admit, if you add on the, the mythos of Star Trek in its entirety, yes, Genesis is vital. If you just take that film by itself, it could be a MacGuffin. Mm. But it does affect one of the main characters at the end, Chad. Uh, James. It, it does. No, nah, hold on. I guess it doesn't really kill him. Nope. Radiation kills him. You're right. All right. I take it back. So I, I, again, I, I, I originally were. He's convinced me. You. Give me my dollar back. <laughs> I, I, I was originally with you because the first time I was like, that's not a MacGuffin. And I'm like, oh, wait. Take it only within the context of yeah. that film. It's a bit of a MacGuffin. I'm not knocking it. I love that film. Best Star Trek film ever. Yep. Sorry, Nemesis. <laughs> Nobody thinks Nemesis is the best Star Trek film ever. If you do, feel free to write me at Joe Lewis. <laughs> Send Fake all your hate mail to me. All right, yeah. who's like, who's next? Oh, what's your last pick? Uh, man, I'm going back I and forth. It was James. Oh, me. I, the one I wanted to bring up, just because I think again. You mentioned Maltese Falcon. A lot of people won't know. I think a lot of people forget one that I thought. Oh. This is one I've got to bring up. Um, I wanted to bring up uh, the Green Destiny Sword. If you, if you, it was a big movie most people have forgotten about, but it, I think to this date stands as the biggest box office for a film made in Asia in America, Crouching Tiger oh. and Dragon. And if you watch that movie, what gets it started is he gives his sword, which is called Green Destiny, to somebody and says, yeah. bring this back to me later, basically. I'm simplifying that greatly. But then the rest of it is the sword gets stolen. They have to go get the sword, but a lot of people get poisoned. People die, but it's... The, and the sword doesn't matter. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's to drive the plot, but at the end of the day, it's not like the sword is used at the last minute to kill 15 people. There's tons of swords used in that movie. I don't remember the plot. You know, I remember the movie, but I don't remember the plot. But, uh, but the Green Destiny sword, despite the fact having the name Green Destiny, it's a MacGuffin. It's cool. And that movie, I mean, I think really the, what that movie deserves credit for is popularizing wire work in American film. Yeah, I agree. And mm-hmm. things like that. It's, it's, an, it's a cool movie that most people have forgotten. 
but it definitely had some MacGuffin in the form of the Green Destiny sword. Go back and watch it. It's a cool plot device of please return this sword, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, whether that sword gets returned or not, it's irrelevant. It's the journey that they end up going on because of the idea of that sword. There you go. Green Crouching, Destiny. Crouching Tigger, Hidden Pooh Bear. All right, Chad, you go last. No oh, so I get one more pick? Sure. Right, you can. I don't care. I don't, I'm out. I'm done. Yeah, I'm leaving. Well, I'll be honest with you. I'm surprised, Joe, that you didn't mention Harry Lime. Well, I don't know that I agree with that. If you would use them earlier, Chad, they wouldn't get that way. You can't (laughs) leave a lime out on a counter for eight months. Because I was thinking about that and Rebecca. Rebecca's another one from Hitchcock because you never actually see Rebecca. They talk about Rebecca all the way through the movie. Which is the flip side of Laura. Because Laura shows up, even though she's supposed to be dead. Yeah, Rebecca. So you never actually see Rebecca. I always wanted to do, I I had this all laid out. I was going to call mine Victor. And it was about a guy. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm not going to do the plot on here because some asshole actually read it and write it and make money out of it where I was never able to. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, Chad, what were you going to say? No, so, uh, by the way. I think Harry Lime, because Harry Lime, A, does show up at the end of it. And B affects Joseph Cotton's character, but is he really significant to the plot? Is he irrelevant yeah. to the plot? No, okay. he's not irrelevant to the plot. Well, Joseph Cotton wouldn't be there if he wasn't. Okay, I see what you're saying, but it's Joseph Cotton goes to Vienna. Harry Lime's yeah. the one that brings him to Vienna. He's the one that tells him he's. And then he finds out he's dead, but he's faked his own death. But he, then he does show up at the end, and then. Yeah, I kind of think so because he has such an intricate part to play in the third act of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's my counter argument. Have you seen okay. the third man in the wild? Me? Yeah, I saw it last year. What do you, do you think he's a? I think I, I think at the end he's relevant to the plot, but the whole thing leading up to it, I feel like it's insignificant. He's insignificant. That's why I'm like. But he wouldn't he, be in Vienna if it wasn't for Harry Lyme. They were friends, and he's the one that sends for him. I mean, that's true. I don't. I, I had trouble with it too, but I. I don't see that. I don't see that as a MacGuffin. Okay. Uh, the other one I don't see. FYI, for you all out there, it's my favorite Orson Welles performance. Mm-hmm. And it has my favorite Orson Welles line in it. Talking uh, everything he says on that Ferris wheel with Joseph Cotton is pure effing gold. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Pure gold. Yep. In terms of screenwriting, that is a piece of art, art that it should is, be studied. I anyway. quote it on Facebook once a year. You see him down there, old man. Anyway, keep going. No. Uh, the one that appears on several lists that I, James, go ahead. I just wanted to say, I just saw this. Um, do you know why some people refer to R2 D2 as a MacGuffin? Why? I just found out why. Why? George Lucas said it. He said, in his opinion, R2 D2 is the biggest MacGuffin. Well, George Lucas is for I, I know. I'm sorry, George. I mean, we all know you, your prequels are awesome. Uh, but uh, love to talk to him about MacGuffins, though. I, yeah. but no, I, would I, I would too. I would too. But I just found I, well, if you want to know where that came from, because I, I just saw it and I was like, oh, we, I better say this as part of the show because we all disagreed that it was a MacGuffin. But Lucas, in the audio commentary for Star Wars A New Hope, says that in his mind, R2-D2 is the biggest MacGuffin. And I, I, that's all he says on the commentary. I would love to have him flesh that out more Yeah, and respond to what we talked about. Sorry, I just wanted to say that. No. I didn't mean to interrupt. 
one that's on numerous lists that I say is bullshit. Toby from Labyrinth is not a MacGuffin. Who's Toby? The baby. Her brother. I didn't remember that. <laughs> Actually, I watched Labyrinth a couple of years ago. It's going to piss some people off, but there's a huge I know you're not a fan of it. in that movie. Yeah, well, most I enjoy scenes films. in it. I enjoy scenes in it, but whew, I don't know that that's an even movie. Uh, and, and a lot of people get uh, that character's name, Toby, confused with the other Toby, uh, who was in another movie, but most people knew him as Kunta Kinte. And there uh, you go. No, so, Roots, no. Roots, kid. Watch Roots. If you've never seen Roots, by the way, completely unrelated to McGuffins. Alan Taylor. Yes. I don't, so I'm struggling with my last one, but I'm just going to, I'm, I'm just going to pick one and then my, one of the other one. Anyway, I'm going to pick one and then the other one's going to be my honorable mention. I'll go with the classic, The Letters of Transit. Yeah. Oh, for Casablanca? Casablanca. That is a MacGuffin. MacGuffin. Yep. Yep. And one of the greatest films of all time, bar none. But an accident. Yes, it was a complete accident. Complete Absolutely accident. complete accident. Just like me. <laughs> At least your mom told you about you. No, I mean, no, it's just. Mom with a dumpster. Honestly, it's just one of those things that gets the plot going and then it's never mentioned again. The Letters of Transit yeah. is an absolute text key, uh, whatever. Yeah. It's a MacGuffin. It is one of the best MacGuffins ever done. Not as good as the rug, but close. <laughs> we can't yeah, all be rugs. I think rugs. it's only second in line to the Ark and the Maltese Falcon, yeah. Uh, really quick, uh, a couple honorable mentions because I, I, we mentioned the Necronomicon is not one. I don't think army. so at all. But – if you've got to have a if, if this show doesn't feel complete to you without a Bruce Campbell MacGuffin reference, the orb in the adventures of Briscoe County Jr. <laughs> James, is a MacGuffin. I almost brought it up. That was one of my lists. And I'm like, no, I'll just scratch that one out. No, nope, the orb is a MacGuffin. Be, it's a MacGuffin. Oh. And then the fact that oh God, that just shows you as the show was they realized it was ending. We have no way of getting out of this. Oh man, that it yeah, no. Orbs of McGuffin. <laughs> orbs totally. By the way, if you if you watch the beginning of that and think I'll figure this orb thing out, best of luck to you. <laughs> uh, I, I, and uh, for, if you're a Star Trek fan and you're upset about my earlier Nemesis comment because you want a Next Generation reference, there is a line about the uh, Krieger waves in one episode of Star Trek that they're going to figure out the Krieger waves. The episode's called A Matter of Perspective. Yeah. They're never mentioned again, and it's just about the scientist Rikers accused of uh, killing the scientist, and he was on the verge of a breakthrough in Krieger waves, which would have changed all of reality as we know it. And guess what? It never comes up again. It doesn't matter. They needed a way to put Riker on t- trial for that episode. <laughs> they could have come, oh, he broke the ray gun machine. Not actually a ray gun machine. It was named after Ronald Reagan. That would have been – you could have had whatever you want there. They just needed a plot point to put Riker on trial. So that's an example, another example of a Star Trek uh, MacGuffin. I did want to say that um, Joss Whedon is also a big fan of MacGuffins. Joss, if you would like to do the show, oh yeah, I'll, I'll be shocked as hell. Uh, but he uh, – in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he has a what he called a topological uh, MacGuffin in that they have the, the Hellmouth. And, and Joss Whedon was asked about how he came up with that. And he said, it's a topological MacGuffin, a shortcut in lieu of actually trying to scientifically explain any of what we do. <laughs> it's just easier to say, oh, let's cut by that hell mouth over there. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. 
So I there you go. Thought, that's a Joss Whedon. I never Whedon. thought of the Hellmouth, of, the Hellmouth as a MacGuffin. That's, that's awesome. That's according to Joss Whedon. He said it's a topological MacGuffin. I had to have a reason. Why do vampires and zombies and all that stuff come up here? Well, there's a Hellmouth about two miles that way. It's a topological MacGuffin. I, yeah. You need it to keep the plot right. going. I, oh, hold on. Where do you get your har- ideas, Harlan? Uh, the the idea company sends Schenectady. Uh, you send them a you send them a check. They send you a six pack of ideas. I get a, week. a whole new six pack of fresh ideas. <laughs> yep, that's pretty good. I've actually never seen one episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, but I've, there, I I appreciate the value of Allison Hannigan. I will say there are some really good episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I, if, you know, I, I, I love it, I, It's one of those things. I, I I'm not being sarcastic. I would if, love to someday watch. Yeah, if if you can't. If you can't watch the episode, I think it's called The Death. If you can't watch that episode and get choked up and pretty shaken up, I don't think you have a soul. Well, so there you go. I don't really. Uh, but no, um, Joe, you don't have any honorable mentions? No, but I have a couple that I still say are bullshit. I think go I just got it. rid of them, though. I did. I just got rid of them. Oh, here's one. Goodwill Hunting. Will Hunting is the MacGuffin. What? Who's, what? No, that's called a protagonist. I think they forgot yeah. the term protagonist. That's that's an example of when you don't know what to say, so you just say something random. And, and, and another big Sunday. one is Kurtz from Apocalypse Now. That but, appears on like number two on a lot of lists. Kurtz has a significant role to play in the third act. So back to what I was, uh, back to Harry Lyme. I would say that I have the same argument for both. They both deliver magnificent speeches. Yeah, and they have a role to play in the third act where they affect characters. He cuts off Dennis Hopper's fucking head. Well, and I, I was about to say, and that's the key. And throws point. it at him. Or throws and, it at uh and, and even if you go back to the source material, so to speak, of Heart of Darkness and all of that stuff, if you stop it two thirds of the way through, sure. You can say he was no, a MacGuffin. I agree. I agree. If but, the movie did not find Kurtz, then he would be a MacGuffin. MacGuffin. I mean, if it was all these horrible things happening, you sport, or if they got psyche. there and he's dead, or they got there and some, but he has an effect on those characters. And oh yeah, I've never actually read uh, Joseph um, Conrad. Yeah, Joseph Conrad. I should, I should. I should. So many books I should read. But he has. A, I don't know about the book, but in the movie Apocalypse Now, he affects the characters in the third act. And uh, now it's been a while since I've read Heart of Darkness. It's probably been about a year or so. But and the protagonist, he affects the protagonist quite a well, bit. Well, that's it because if you read Heart of Darkness, unlike you know the, the, the horror arc leaves Indy alone. The yeah, the horror, the horror, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But there's actually a little bit more in the book that goes beyond that. But you're absolutely right. Even in the book, it's the, the it's the protagonist, the narrator in the book, realizing quote-unquote how close we could all be to kurtz in some ways and all and then the the fact that it's to me and i'm gonna use another example of a a novel that's been made into a movie several different times but it's the same thing that would be almost like saying that dr moreau and the island dr moreau is is a guff and he's not because the quest to find him sure but once you find him and you realize the horrors, and when, when anytime you can end your movie or your book or, or your play or whatever, with having a character say, I can't believe this this entity exists, this person exists, that they live this way, and I take that with me, and that person cannot be a MacGuffin anymore. Because at the end of the day, 
Indiana Jones wants the Holy Grail, right? But when it drops, he's still got his dad. And yeah. then it shifts back to it's that father-son relationship. That's then the MacGuffin stopped mattering, right? We don't care. Like, we're not sitting there then the movie going, you totally should have left your dad for dead and kept that grail, Indy. That's not how it works. The MacGuffin, and that's why I do have an issue with R2-D2, but I agree. I don't think Kurtz is. Kurtz can't be the MacGuffin because he impacts the psyche of the character too much. Right. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, it. I'm good. I, I really think uh, we need to, I, I want to do another one, only I want to do it with somebody who's a filmmaker about this, because I'm really curious to get an outside view of this. Yeah, um, well, I, look, go ahead, Jeff. No, 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 you go. go, go. An inside I, view, I should say. Well, I, I, I just think even if not a director, I would love to have some writer, some, somebody, yeah, yeah. Writer, just somebody, because I think that's that, because I think that's one of the things, because like we were already alluded to, the MacGuffin is vital in its unimportance, right? We have to have something we care about them finding. Like that, we we tune in for Raiders of the Lost Ark because, oh yeah, of course you're going to go look for the Ark if you think you can find it. And we buy into that, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, I hope Indy doesn't get shot. <laughs> I hope I hope Marion turns out okay. I'm kind of rooting for her too, and I think that's it. But you need that as a sales point. And I think that's what, and the reason I say a writer or somebody is that's one of the biggest challenge, I think. And, and Spielberg and Lucas has said the same thing for the Indiana Jones film. It's extremely hard to think of a MacGuffin that would justify, you know, mm-hmm. jumping on that plane, pulling out the whip. And James cut out on me. The gun again, like, especially after the ones you've already played. Oh, sorry. Can you hear me um, now? How about that? I could have heard. I heard you the whole time. Um, uh, literally, I think that's and that's the challenge with the Indiana Jones films now is you found the Ark of the Covenant and the Holy Grail. I, I agree. It's hard to top. It's hard that. to go. On. I think it's hard to go. I don't. I, they're lucky they had the Holy Grail. Yeah, I, and that's what I mean. I think that's one of the it's challenges hard to top when the you Ark of the Covenant when you when you think about creating characters and, and creating and writing and doing all, all that stuff, especially when it comes to, you want to have a series. And I think that's, and, and the, the re or I'm sorry, the books, my kids read and things like that. That's one of the things that I think authors have gotten relatively good at is finding ways of how do we keep people coming back to this world? but you've got to have a reason for people to come back. And that is the biggest challenge. Cause I'll be honest, I want to see Indiana Jones five, but it's what in the back of my mind, it's going to be like, what's he going to find now? Actual Jesus. Jesus. It's, it's Indiana oh. Jones, a fountain of youth. So I they mean, can make another fine. one. <laughs> Yay. Chris Pratt. All um, right. So guys, anything else? Uh, no. Go ahead. No. So I will, I do want to say one more that's bullshit that has appeared on again, a couple of lists. John Connor is not a MacGuffin. No, no. people are idiots. Because um, in and part also, two, when 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 Arnold goes down in the the molten steel, no, I'm okay. <laughs> but I mean, it's it's he has a he has a story arc. Yeah, I agree. And uh, but uh, the one that the honorable mention that I didn't want to talk about uh, the fact because we talk about him a lot and with all due credit. Uh, Shane Black, oh, the nice that is guys. a good one. The nice they, guys is a great MacGuffin. Yes, the nice guys. It is a great MacGuffin. What I, is that's the one I was struggling I don't with. even remember. It's something to do with the auto industry. Uh, no, it, there, no it's, 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 it's pornography, isn't it? it it's 
the 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 murder the murder of the porno star and, and the kidnapping yeah. of the girl. Okay, you broke up on me. It's kidnapping it, the girl, but yeah, the, it's all attached to matter. the auto industry. Because I'm just because that. I, all right, we're all hanging out with those characters. Uh, yeah, we're starting to break up a there little. There are signals here. This means he's not getting any of this uh, great material. Oh, oh crap! Joe's back. I don't know. We're gonna find out though, James. <laughs> no, it's it's the. I wouldn't call yeah, it. it, it the the. <laughs> No, is, it, is it just now catching up for him? Yeah. <laughs> no, so I just wanted anyway. to say it out loud. Once you, all, I was just like, really great. Uh, no, but uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's the uh, the pornograph, the murder of the porn uh, star, and the, and the missing girl. All this, yeah, no, it's the missing girl. It's, it's uh, but it doesn't matter because I agree. Nice guys is one of those movies that I don't care what they're doing. The way they play those characters is just fun. Yeah, and sadly, we're never going to get a sequel. I wish no. we would, but no. Um, that's my. That's what I wanted to wrap on is the because it was between the nice guys and the letters of transit, and I went with the more classic film, even though I really love the nice guys. I do too. All right, guys. Well, thank you all so much. If you have an argument about what a MacGuffin is, let us know. Send that hate mail to. I don't. I'm not making this joke again. Just let us know. Tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram us, share us on your social media. We need subscribers. Thank you. Do we all. have an Instagram account. Yeah. I'll be damned. Joe runs know. it. I don't do anything with Instagram. I can never. I remember. can't. I just. I, I honestly tag when I tag something on Instagram. I just tag Bonehead in it. <laughs> I, uh, I I can't do Instagram. I, I don't want to be too big of an influencer. Don't worry. And with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh-huh. <laughs>